0: we got the truth we got the truth we got, got the that. truth i don't have a shorter version of small I'm not able to hear business that. it's a good song though. listen we so got true we got the true we got the big truth of small it. business Ooh. sponsored by yes i rent yes i rent yes i rent property management Place good tents and collect your rent. Maintain your properties and account for it. Truth. Sing it, yes, We so, got man. the truth. We got the truth. We got the Big, big Truths of small business, small
1: business, sponsored by S.I.R.A. God <laughs> Almighty, the spirit of Elvis Presley is running through me right now. Can you hear it, Joe? Mm, maybe. All right. Welcome to Big Truths of Small Business. Once again, starring Travis Castle, my sidekick, <laughs> Joe Watkins. Negative.
2: <laughs> and we have
1: a very special guest today, very anticipated. Joe and I have been looking forward to this, coaxing Absolutely. him in. This
2: is Brett Eldridge, ladies and gentlemen. I am glad to be here, gentlemen. I have looked forward to this for some time now. Excellent. Thank you for joining us.
0: Brett's currently the uh, the national uh, or the Director of National Accounts for Hoshizaki America. That's right. Been doing that for about a year.
2: I'm on my second mm-hmm. stint. I was with them back in uh, 14 and 15, uh, into early 16, and then uh, just had an opportunity to go back. Uh, just before COVID, COVID, so right around February. 7th. And
0: they're in the ice ice machine making business.
2: They are, and um, it's a Japanese name, as you might hear. So uh, started in Japan, but have been in America since uh, the middle 80s. And uh, uh, literally, I sound like a sales guy right now, but it's the global leader in, in ice, the largest ice machine company on the planet. And so they make everything for North and South America here in Griffin, Georgia and Peachtree city, Georgia.
0: And there's a, there's a tie for Hoshizaki back to, to my and Brett's prior years in Chick-fil-A. So that's how me and Brett, uh, met. I went to work for Brett back in two, 99. Uh, you know, that's, terrible. I think it was 99. I think it was. <clears throat> and, uh, and that's where I was first uh, saw Hoshizaki because they they, they stir- currently still do all the Chick-fil-A's machines.
2: Chris Carcines and I are working feverishly at getting to it back. To get it back. Back, yes, it back. Well, back
0: then, Hoshizaki's were in every Chick-fil-A store. Still should be, but it's has, has some great has a
2: podcast uh, in that, by the way. Yeah. I mean, it has okay. a, a, a,
0: a classic uh, shaped ice that was, uh, <clears throat> I don't know, it was the first time I had even paid attention to ice. But when I started working there, I was like, well, this is different. It it's is. a different right. type of ice. It actually worked really well. The machines were real reliable. As a Chick-fil-A operator myself, we had very little, mm-hmm. you know, repair work that was needed on the machines. I mean, they're good stuff. So yeah.
2: cool. It is the best. It was lost on <clears throat> culture and communication, and and so it's a great lesson.
1: Yeah, but you, so you guys are pointed at the restaurant industry per se is the, obviously one of the biggest yeah, customers.
2: Restaurant and and retail, okay. and uh, and you know, coming from I was a customer actually, and so uh, after Chick-fil-A. Uh, my friend Martin Sprock founded Moe's. And so, I, long story, I hold another podcast again, but uh, I was there and I ended up doing purchasing and also for Shane's Ribshack Shack as we launched that brand. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we had trouble with some of the other brands and I don't want to talk negative about our competition, but Hoshi is the best ice machine. And so I was a big customer and we opened a lot of stores. And so I, they offered me an opportunity to come there after the, the sale of those businesses. So,
0: Well, Good we've story. brought Brett on because just <clears throat> as a, a guy that, worked for brett back in the late 90s and then been a friend all these years there's just some i don't know there's some we just think you can bring some deep truths to the big truths of small business and uh because there's there's there and we we're, we're gonna try to hit two podcasts tonight but there, there could be many and uh, i'm gonna let travis tell us what this podcast is about
1: well i mean so we've talked already, you know, for, for uh, the, the pre-show here has gone on for about an hour or so. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there, there's so many topics. But a, a, as we talk about that stuff, the one thing that I think is super valuable for anybody listening to this, and let's kind of start with phase one here of your relationship with Joe, which is part of, part of why you're here, um, which is Chick-fil-A. We talk about Chick-fil-A all the time on the show. And part of the reason we talk about it is Joe and I, as small business owners, we try to inject the lessons he learned at Chick-fil-A, the lessons Absolutely. I've learned at other organizations into our small business, right? Absolutely. So, and everything kind of relates back to that uh, for us. So, one thing I'd be curious uh, about in terms of your background and kind of kick the show off a little bit is your experience at Chick-fil-A. And you talked a little bit about it. And, of course, we got a very famous founder in Truett Cathy. Uh, now, Absolutely. we're broadcasting here from the south side of Atlanta, <clears throat> man. So, so, when you say country. Truett Cathy, baby, I mean, everybody, a lot of people do have Truett stories, uh
2: maybe. so I'd ask you, maybe kick us off with is there a good Truett story you could pull out of the hat? You know, I'm on tell a little different story, but you know, people do fondly remember truett and it's it's interesting, you know. I don't know Chick-fil-A, everybody always used to say it was a Christian company and Truett said, Well there are no Christian companies, just Christian people that that work at companies, correct? but famous for being closed on Sunday. But to true it, his faith was very important to him. And so Proverbs 22.1 was his life verse. He mm. said, a good name is to be chosen rather than great riches. And so I, I think that. he achieved it. And uh, unfortunately, I've trampled on my name quite frequently, much more than he did. But uh, but I uh, I have great fond memories. And uh, I tell people all the time. So I talk about him all the time. I talk about Chick-fil-A all the time. You can't help. Right. But if I'd only had the foresight to have, uh, you know, had a tape recorder and, and just kept it Mm. on all these rides with him. But it is funny, you know, uh, having and being a billionaire at that time. I mean, he was a billionaire the entire time we knew him, you know, but he was so grounded and made you feel so comfortable that you didn't think about those things with him. But, uh, I had the pleasure of driving him out to Emory had to go to the heart doctor. And so I'm driving him out and, uh, his birthday was 314 21 March the 14th 1921 and it was always he didn't ever have any keys you always had to hit the door and so I'm driving out and we're, we we go through little five points and we get out to Emory and it's funny we you know we were leaving and he goes you got any cash on you i don't have any cash and you know so and, and, and it's a great story because he said you know what? I just never have any cash with me and here he's a billionaire <laughs> <People> <laughs> always thought that was pretty funny that uh, so i remember paying for the parking and oh, <laughs> but and, and then the other part of the story we're coming back and we come through little five points in atlanta and he said you know I wanted to buy that building one time. He said I should have gone in real estate. You make more money in real estate than you make. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Okay, well, you did pretty doggone good. Yeah. So that, that yeah. was a same day and and a very good story.
0: So, Brett, you met Truett because I mean, I think part of the show. Travis didn't didn't tell us the show, but we're we going to talk mm-hmm. about mentorship. Travis, I
1: mean, all right, so so what I'd like to do is go ahead and get some criticisms of Travis <laughs> out of the way in the first fifteen. Well, minutes. we gotta do it throughout, so you know, we'll keep he, it steady, he, Joe, Joe. If you paid attention to the podcasting world, you know we need a story right off the bat. So we that, do. that's what I did. That's what my that's what Brett just offered for the show right here. Now, now before we go any further with this question, how did? Truitt, what what business was, in, in Truitt's mm-hmm. mind, what mm-hmm. business would he say that he, I, I think he's in the chicken business. So you straighten me out there. What
2: business in his mind was he actually in? I always said, we, we're we in the people business. And uh, we think we're in the chicken business, but we're in the people business. Yeah, and so yeah. you knew, you knew he said that. I know you did. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, yeah and, and it's and it's so true, isn't it? Um, what business are you in right now? Well, we, we're, you know, we're certainly in the people business. <laughs> exactly. everyone, we're all in the people business, right? know yeah. it or not. We are in yeah. the people business, and uh, and we're going through a, a, a culture change. I want to be careful not to talk too much here, but uh, a, lot, a lot of good changes. Hoshi's a very proud company, but I'm proud that the gentleman that bought me back, is uh, uh, Hoshi's always been a great product, but I'm proud right now of the things that we're doing culturally and strategically to change the way we go to market and, and evolve as an organization, so it, it's an exciting time to be there. So I think that's a
1: huge part of what we're talking about is creating the right culture. You know, so we've talked a lot about Chick-fil-A and, and you and I talk a lot during the show about trying to create a culture. I mean, this is a, it sounds so easy, you oh, know, and we, we, we think you have a dynamic leader and everybody just adopts his culture, you know, and I won't mention the business I've mentioned on the show before. So, yeah. but I was a part of a, a growing business and, and we had a um, years ago in my uh, late twenties, early thirties, we had a market share in seven states that was double our competitor who was in 50 states. That was number two was in 50 states. We were in seven and we we were double their gross sales. Um, Wow. And we had a culture that I would describe as a faux Chick-fil-A culture. Mm -hmm. I got you. I I could tell the leadership had borrowed a little bit from Mm Chick-fil-A. And I don't pretend that the whole thing was disingenuous because I I wasn't in the room every time, Frank. And you're not
0: willing to mention the company name?
1: I'm not. I'm really not. I got enough respect here. I don't really want to mention the company okay. name. If you pay close attention and you're a, uh, you know, you're a rabbit fan of the show, you'll probably <clears> figure <throat> it out. But, you know, I think this goes for any, any situation where when it's not real, I mean, it gets revealed eventually.
2: Absolutely. And
1: I think the thing about the, your time at Chick-fil-A and from what I've heard from Joe and what you know, we've, we're trying to create, which is so hard, man. I mean, this is this culture thing is is hard. I'd like to hear your thoughts just in terms of what was effective at Chick-fil-A. I mean, it was real to begin with, with a guy like Truett. Had that filter down. I mean, what was effective in actually oh, creating
0: that I think that's that a culture. huge point here in culture. Oh, it's got to be authentic. Goodness. Authenticity is... <clears throat>
2: It's paramount it gets exposed otherwise. talk about that you know i mean and and joe you've got your own observations but for me the thing is is everyone was bought in you know i i look at different organizations that i've been a part of and i'm not thinking about it just as we all go back and we think about our careers and different places we've been there are always pockets to where people are not completely bought in and i think that's because of change in leadership's inconsistencies perhaps with the message and then the execution of that Mm -hmm. message and authenticity of of what's talked about on business, you know, in boardrooms and what's on a business card as far as core values and then what's lived out. When there's there's a disparity, obviously you You don't have total buy-in. So, But I can honestly say at Chick-fil-A I don't recall people who weren't, in. And so we were very fortunate to come along at a time. And so there had been a lot of work. And I'm sure in the early days that there were some things that weren't always that way. But boy, I didn't get to see a lot of it. And so I was always so impressed that everyone, all the way down to the to the lady that, you know, Sabrina at the very front door. I'm sure she's not there anymore, but she was. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Truett always said she was the director of First Impressions and, and she did a great <laughs> job with it. But but everyone was sold out and believed in it, and so, um, you know, Truett spent a lot of money and a lot of effort by indoctrinating. In the very early stages, he had what he called seminar every year, and he took everyone who was a staff member, or a, or a business owner, right, a, a, an operator, and their spouse, and they took it to a five star place somewhere in America. The Greenbrier was was an early one when there were just you know a very small room, probably the size of this one here. I'd heard people talk about that first one but he but he stayed he and he didn't change that first and foremost and so he kept that family first and and uh the the, the culture which you know the corporate purpose uh, of of glorifying god and being a faithful steward of all this entrusted to you and then uh having a positive influence on all who come in contact with chick-fil-a i still remember it it's, you, yeah. it's really amazing but uh joe said this the other day when we were talking or it was early today i guess but but, but the business deal Every company, they're, they're the, the the world is littered with companies. Duckhead comes to mind. You you remember Duckhead? Absolutely, it yeah. was rolling huge along. brand. Yeah. Well, I knew a couple guys, and one guy named Terry Long, who ended up providing uniforms to Chick Fil A. He said Buck, he, he made four hundred thousand dollars in like nineteen ninety four, and they changed the business deal because they didn't like the fact that now the president, the CEO, and the COO set up a business deal. But they didn't like it when Terry and another gentleman, although made too much was, money, they made too much money according and, to them. And Jimmy Collins, would who was Truett's uh, right hand guy and very also hugely important to that. Uh, mm. It was a, it, it was very much a, you know, a, those two men together. Uh, but he said, "You dare, we dare not change the integrity of the business deal." And could could they ever have imagined that people would make the kind of money? Mm. They'd no, now. I mean
0: Truitt, incredible. I mean, and I think mm. I heard that, that Truett – had some reservations <clears throat> he did. about guys making I mean you know, he did. two, he three, four hundred thousand dollars and then giving them a second store. Yes. That was hard for him, I think. Absolutely. Because he never imagined his wildest dreams when he was the the, the, the owner operator of, of making near that. Absolutely. So it was just it was just mind boggling to him, but he had a great steady right hand. This could be the show of right hands. He had a great steady show of right hand with Jimmy Collins saying, Wait a minute now. Let's 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 play this out and see what Absolutely. it's doing here.
1: Well you guys <clears throat> would know this, and I don't want to make this a really show isn't about truett, but in, in talking about we we talked earlier about mentors and culture, and you know, I mean, this is a big part of you guys and how you put that into your business now. Um, when did Truett actually become wealthy with Chick fil A? Was this a late in life thing for him? I mean, I, well I if you look at the, the context the of his
0: full business, he started nineteen forty six
1: in right. Hateville.
0: I'm sure it was a good Twenty five years after that,
1: I mean, he
2: was older before he started seeing April, though, before he for started seeing real money. Absolutely, I mean, the first mm. Chick fil A was opened in sixty seven in Greenbar Mall, and if you've seen pictures, a little very. So that's twenty
0: one years after the first one.
2: After April. Yeah, uh, that's correct. And then, and then, you know, there's a, a famous he would talk about he and uh, Jeanette his wife going out and literally they uh, Lady Bird Johnson Linda B Johnson and his <laughs> wife was the first lady was coming to town and they <laughs> they made it a personal they they dressed up and and they went out and they took Chick-fil-A and they wanted to make sure they gave her a taste of it and they did and so you know he was still grassroots marketing but uh, obviously, by the time I sort of got to know him in the 1980, 1980 was right. the year I met him, and, and they would built that nice, beautiful new office, which was just beautiful and overwhelming. So, I think he'd done pretty well. Yeah, pretty but, well by then. Yeah. It'd been a while, though. Yeah, yes.
0: I think that's a point to make. I mean, it's no it's question. probably 25, 30 years in the making before he he you know he became the, the millionaire.
1: And it's kind that's of some right. hope for the owner-operator model right now that's been going on for a decade play. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of guys have that idea of franchising or, or growing mm-hmm. and uh, man, you know, keep at it. Keep at I'm it. I'm
0: going to make a couple Stay points course. about culture. Cause that's what we're talking about. Yep. Um, Brett, you said, there's just two things I wrote down that your team needs to be bought in. Mm-hmm. And, and what is culture? What does the culture look like if, if all the team's not bought in? And, and, and maybe not all the team, but I, I guess it needs to be a large percentage of the team. I remember as a young operator at 26 opening a store uh, that it took me a couple years to create the proper culture in my store. I mean, I was, I was called all kinds of talking about racism. I was very much the product of people firing at me you're the minority I was the minority sure, sure. and it took a couple of years to, to, to establish a foundation of trust mm-hmm. where I could get that off the table mm-hmm. to begin to build the, the, the strong team members that I had poured into that became a core nucleus of, of culture absolutely and then when you have that nucleus then that nucleus helps to proliferate that culture
2: share the message
0: and then over time you know you, the, the body of, of the whole company becomes more more in that culture but I mean it takes time and so I think that that idea of being bought in um when I think about it, I think of well how do you do that and I always think about you got to have those 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 right hands again those nucleus people that just absolutely believe in you and what you're doing
2: yeah I don't think there's any question and you know we had a conversation earlier about uh pay for someone who is your driver of the business and and it's a double-edged sword and and some businesses there's a payoff perhaps and some there's not so maybe in the business we referred to earlier there's not but I think for it he did he it was very incumbent upon him he wanted to give people a life that they could provide for their family and do so comfortably so that they were committed to Chick-fil-a he I, you know he did tell me those things and um so, so to me, I think that was very important to him. And early on, he decided that he would pour into these folks financially and otherwise and invest in them as individuals and in their development. And so, and I think he did that, obviously, with a, with a big way with seminar, but he did it in, you know, each day and each month along
0: the way. As now, I, I recall <clears> when, <throat> when they sort of developed the business model mm-hmm. uh, that his goal was to create something that would reinvent himself. When the operator model yes. was a reinvention of him, mm-hmm. like I want more of me out there and a duplication of me out in the store. And well, in order to do that, you got to time to some profitability, you got time to some incentives Piece of the action. Yeah, yeah. That, 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 I mean, that's what a, an entrepreneur is excited about. Absolutely. They're excited about my success leading to my success.
1: <laughs> That's a great way to think about it. You know how how do I reproduce? Amen. How do I help somebody reproduce my motivations? I mean, especially in the small business arena, in any arena, trying to figure out motivation and how to get somebody to see it the way I see it. Well, how about recreating your situation? Yeah, you know, how, how about helping them to truly see it the way you see it? Because they're going to get out of it something similar to what you're
2: getting out of
0: it. That's the brilliance of the Chick Fil A model. Yeah. It really is
2: no question, Joe. It's. Uh, and, and you know it's funny you, you talk about things, and you know we are, our minds we lock things away, but sometimes a little piece will spur something on. But you're absolutely right, and and everyone there to this day, I remember being up. Uh, Dan was kind enough to they have a, they used to do a thing called visions and values, and that was
0: Dan's about, Truett's son.
2: There you go. I should have praised that for our audience, but, um, so they have a thing called visions and values. It's an event. And so in the first 30 days, they believe that it leaves an indelible print on the future of your time there. And so they are, they're sharing the past and, and, and vision casting for the future. And so we go up to this visions and values event and, and and Dan tells the story of the operator model and and just exactly what you talked about and so it's um it's funny that I haven't I, I need to use that and, and think about that often in the things that I do because I think you're absolutely right. And he talked about the rest of the world and their competitors. He said we need a strong McDonald's. He he's pulling for these brands, but he continues to see the separation. And he said the reason is is, is they have a flawed model. They have, have a the flawed right model. model. Mm-hmm. That's right.
0: You know, right. I was talking with Travis today mm-hmm. about a a, a young uh gentleman Alex, we have mentioned him on the show before I've heard you talk about Jenkins Alex before. Yeah. Jenkins, uh uh if you're out there I know you're listening. <laughs> what um, up, Alex? Uh, can't wait to meet you. He's there. one of our fans of the show. He's he's uh and I think through the show and through just some time I've spent with him and through what he knows he, he you know, he wants to come work with us. And when I think about Jenkins, we talked about him today at lunch, you know, I think about the operator model with him. I really do. Don't take that. Don't, make, don't get your head big, Jenkins. <laughs> but seriously, I, I, think, I think this guy is the guy that makes me think about, because he's me at 21. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, uh, that's what I think about. Like, In order for, for him to want to be a part of something we're doing, i, I got to think like I thought at 21 and figure out how to shape something that might work. Because that's who he is. And when you, can get a, when you can develop a model that gets a bunch of that guy in your business mm-hmm. who's on fire for, for what you're about, absolutely. that's, that's, that's what Chick-fil-A did well. And, really. and then you mentioned the, the Chick-fil-A seminar. And for those that, that – that, that I want to paint that a little bit. And I want to paint it negatively by saying this, but I kind of want to – I think this can demonstrate to, to, to another crowd. If you've ever been to a, an Amway convention – Or maybe a big Keller Williams convention Um, because I think they do it well. Um, There's this 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 uh, the reason why they all would do this is to just double down on the culture, on who we are, why we're here, what we're going to get excited about, what's important to us. That's just what it's for
2: to get your buy-in.
0: Like it may have been a five-star you know hotel and dinner that night. But that ain't what it was
2: about. That's exactly right.
0: It was about them pouring their culture and imprinting that on the whole team Amen. in an environment that you felt pretty good at because you slept mm-hmm. in the best bed you slept in all year. Absolutely. You're looking forward to that next Marriott bed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, I mean, it, you know, it's I think about that emotionally speaking. That that was pretty – and I, I, I've talked to some old Chick-fil-A guys that, that kind of understood some numbers in the early days. And when they were kind of making this transition uh, from sort of the, call it the couple hundred store mm-hmm. company to, you know, moving into the 500 and thousand store. Cause I think when I joined Chick-fil-A in 92, I think it was only 250 stores yep. at that time. Yep. And the, the, the financial commitment it was to pull off this seminar this ain't just the people that work for you. This is their wives. That's right. This is everybody because they wanted the, the indoctrination yeah. of the culture to be in the family, too.
2: Right.
0: I don't know. I, I've thought about that, and, and, and I understand from some, some people I've talked to that, that it was it was overburdensome.
2: I'm sure it was. In some years. Yes. And they invited vendors. And they didn't too vendors to pay, which is completely opposite of the rest of the world. I it, was, it was
0: overburdensome. You know. wow. um, but they thought it was that important.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So I, you know, I, when so well they they understood that
1: it's a the the uh, the leadership is a three sixty process, right? I mean, it's That's not right. just the 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 guy that is you decide is going to uh, have the store. It's his it's his wife too. I mean, it's his and it's how his wife sees our our husband, right? Be politically correct as humanly possible. Uh, it's how they see the work environment that their spouse is in matters hugely what it matters hugely at hoshizaki it matters hugely at yes i Rent. how the spouses of the of the folks who are working in the business see the business itself
0: so, so should we invite the spouses I to the we next should, wednesday meeting we should get
1: our act together i think they'd all
0: leave after today's wednesday meeting <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> maybe we need look, to do it with a five-star resort
1: included. <laughs> hey, hey, no, get some <laughs> since, since you're not going to be there next wednesday let's invite the spouses to next Wednesday
0: (laughs) no seriously that that's interesting to think about though we we haven't I haven't thought about that recently I haven't thought about Mm -hmm. incorporating listen when I when I and I hate to keep going about Chick-fil-a but look that's just
1: they got it right Brett how
0: many years were you with Chick-fil-a
2: I was there from uh I started when I was fourteen years old, and I was involved at the. I mean, you were thirty years, 30, right? Into, yes, I was until. And I until was low four.
0: I was fifteen years, so that's a lot of who we are, and so. Um, but but the fact that I was they interviewed my wife, yes, in the interview no, to wow. get my yes. store. Yes. Oh yeah, absolutely. They wanted to make sure that she was on board that that i mean I if you're if you're about to move an operator say to you know tennessee he lives in georgia mm. they want to see if the family was on board oh, well, with is, this right. because success matters 360 view when you said 360 view it made me think of that it's Absolutely. like i wonder how often we look at it at, at at our 360 view of of our culture and how we're indoctrinating that that view
2: well i think Truton knew too that uh, you know he used to say uh, you know 24 hours a day right and then he'd took Sunday off and of course it, yes, he did it because he was a Christian. But he said I also need a day of rest. I was exhausted because yeah. he, he took a room right next to it and he always talked about they could tap on the window and he would come anytime, day or night. And I think in, in many ways Truett had a high expectation that, that the operator would do whatever it took and, and I think he I recall some seminars where he would talk about that, you know, you may have to miss a birthday party you might have to miss a few things and sometimes it the wives didn't always receive that well so but he was very intuitive and knew that he needed to cast that vision right to to everyone so so he 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 said
1: this atmosphere you're talking about kind of this onboarding process set an expectation
2: yeah you know obviously the seminar there there are two different pieces seminar and then and then visions and values but um i got invited with him and and went to uh, Bill Johnson had actually used money from Waffle Houses and bought the Ritz Carlton, and so oh, I didn't uh, know that. You know, in Ritz Carlton, their tagline was "Ladies and Gentlemen, serving Ladies and Gentlemen." And true. Mm. and so I got to go and, and
1: whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: The guy that owns Waffle House is that what you're discussing? Well, but this has been a number of years. I okay. have to Google to look at the exact dates, right. but but there was a gentleman named Bill Johnson who. Yeah. Used funds from selling all of his Waffle House restaurants. That he had built a, a large little Waffle House empire. He wasn't the owner. Joe Rogers was the okay, owner, okay. who I met with Truett as well, by the way. But um, and Bill Johnson purchased the Ritz Carlton with the proceeds of the sale of his Waffle House restaurant. <laughs> wow. That's incredible. Something- I got to tell you, incredible. he did a lot for Ritz-Carlton. Obviously, he ended up selling it to Marriott and making a fortune again. Uh, but but Bill was a smart man, and he so he said he had a few sayings. But the, the biggest thing, they were ladies and gentlemen, serving ladies and gentlemen. Mm. My pleasure came from that meeting. He was quite – he was uh, – that's right. No way. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, uh, and and the biggest thing of the piece is they said that the, they believed at Ritz-Carlton, this was Bill – Bill, putting this into Ritz-Carlton, the first 40 hours of someone's work experience left an in indelible print. Mm. And so uh, they took and applied that learning and and adopted and started visions and values because they, too, it resonated with them. And he said, you know what? We need to pour into our people in, in those early days.
1: Good night. Joe, so something just came to, to mind here Specifically, yeah, like you, the
0: problem in our business uh,
1: about you. You suck,
0: jo- Joe. You suck. We've bringing, bringing people on board it all out today. <laughs>
1: That onboarding process. My God, I mean, the indelible prints the other way too, right? No yeah. question.
0: Well, well, what I do is I go, man. You've bought into out. me. You've got skills and talents. Here's the objective. Here's your truck. Uh-huh. Figure it out, buddy. Figure it out. <laughs>
2: <Don't>, hey, hey, <laughs> don't screw it up. A I love yeah. <laughs>
1: Make sure there's some water in it tomorrow. Let's throw so, them the high
2: dive, right? Yeah.
1: So you're a sports fan, I got a story for you here. All right. This is what's one of my favorite stories. I okay. want to get your opinion on it though. All right. So listen to it from this perspective we're discussing now, which Jimmy Johnson. Yeah. Who, you know, back during the days, I look, I'm a by the way, go dogs. Can we agree on that? Absolutely. Can you go and I Dogs. Agree yeah. on yeah. Joe, how you feel about that, Joe? Go Dogs? That's how I just feel about it. Right, no. I appreciate that. So, having said that, Jimmy Johnson the, – the, the Hurricanes were my backup growing up. Right. Uh, that I'll,
2: Jimmy Johnson. I was going to ask you. I thought you that. Mean, that Jimmy Johnson, okay. yes. Yeah, not not so, the NASCAR guy. So,
1: so, man, I love Jimmy Johnson. I love listening yeah. to is Jimmy Is that Johnson, Johnson Brotz? No. Okay.
2: I know. No, no. This, this, is, this is
1: Miami Hurricanes and, the, and get, uh, get, get, getting uh, off the plane with the fatigues on, uh, you know, okay. going to war. That's what I'm talking about. So, uh, so, Jimmy Johnson said when he was the coach of the Cowboys, you know, that um, – he had, uh, this was training camp, and he had a linebacker, right? And the yeah. linebacker's out at practice, and he's watching this guy. This guy's on the bubble. You know, this is pre sick. He don't know if this guy's going to make yeah. it. So he is, Johnson is locked on. His, and so he noticed this guy's taking some extra breaks during practice. And then he kind of sits out for a pretty extended period of time. He goes to the trainer because he sees the trainer interacting with this guy. He's like, what's going on with this guy? And uh, he's like, oh, the, the guy's got, uh, he's got asthma. Wow. You know he's at this level. We got him out here with asthma. So Johnson calls him in after that practice. That first when he realizes that's what's going on, guy comes in and Johnson presents the case. Hey, here's what's going on. I see you're taking every few plays off. You know you're not really participating in a full practice. And the guy goes, well, coach, I appreciate that, but you know here's the deal. I got asthma. But as soon as I get that hit, you know whatever in you know, the asthma thing, you know what I'm talking about, man, I'm good to go for another. I, I did a couple two or three de- plays. I definitely can play. <laughs> Jimmy Johnson goes, well, son, I appreciate that. I appreciate you coming out, but uh, this would be your last day as a Dallas Cowboy. Mm-hmm. Is that the Cowboys, right? Yep. And uh, I, I never forget that story because Johnson told that story. It's an NFL films mm-hmm. thing. And and the, what he said after that story is, um, you know, the guy was a good, uh, good linebacker and all. He said, but here's the deal. I don't need a linebacker with asthma. Absolutely. And I remember thinking – wow, it didn't matter really how good he was on those two or three plays. Mm-hmm. What mattered was he couldn't count on what. What he's saying is I can't count on you Absolutely. to be in the game when it matters the most. Uh, so that that brought out to me – and I'm, <laughs> just, I don't know why it was 10 years ago. I remember him saying that because, you know, the NFL is brutal to begin with. Yes. I mean, it's about bottom line stuff. But Absolutely. how do you see – this is one thing Joe's helped me a little bit. I, I'm pretty quick maybe to pull the trigger on somebody. Mm-hmm. Joe's better at saying, uh, as my business partner here, at saying, "Well, Travis, wait a minute. Maybe this is our fault. Maybe we haven't put in a process this person can excel in." Sure, which is legitimate. So, what's your first thought on this? When you see maybe an underperformance, where do you go?
2: Where do you go first? Yeah, you know, uh, obviously in the food business, which I, uh, you know, there were no, you couldn't take plays off. I used to tell people, we've all been in a movie. Uh, it starts out slow. Uh, we may or may not stay for it but you know we can all think of a movie i can think of a movie right now that i almost walked out on but i stayed till the end <laughs> I out well i hung in there and it was okay you know mm-hmm. in the end justified it was pretty good but in the restaurant business i used to tell our staff you can't have any of that because they're not going to hang around for the ending uh, they're leaving no. and they're going to tell everybody they know so perhaps in an office environment maybe you can be a little shorter so i think the business has something to do with it but um to, to me that that's uh, you know, I think if you, you do a lot of homework up front, try to understand people's strengths and weaknesses. And mm-hmm. so I I tried to use eight character traits and to share with them who we were to cast some vision of what we were going to look for. You know, we wanted someone who smiled and had a great attitude. And we sort of taught them attitude was a choice. And I won't get into all of them, but we mm-hmm. taught them about verbal and nonverbal communication. And and, and we, we helped them. I always tried to help people understand if they were introverted or extroverted, if they didn't understand those terms, because mm. I think sometimes that the, matters
1: the, hugely. It, it does. God. So,
2: You know, to maybe I didn't speak to the question, but to to me, I try to do as much as we can on the front of understanding those clear expectations. But it boils down to the other thing is if you do get there with someone, I think I try to understand there's I don't know. Every every problem comes down to I don't know and I don't care. And I can deal with I don't know because that's my fault. Perhaps I didn't train them right, but I don't care problems I won't deal with. And so I I sort of try to ask myself those things. He wouldn't
0: either, too. I mean, Brett was the – I've told Travis about this. Brett was the master – I saw it, I mean, I, I mean, I worked in your store for a year and a half, two years. I saw this a number of times.
1: <laughs> I, I, I was hoping this would come up. Um, <laughs> All right, go ahead.
0: Uh, I mean, I, I, I'm not going to call names out. I can <laughs> picture their faces right now. <laughs> Brett had an ability. Here's what I loved about Brett. Brett, if, if there was a I don't care, or it, uh, there's one problem you missed. There's a I don't sure. know, and I don't care. There's also I'm not capable.
2: That's the third problem uh, you're absolutely right all right so
0: I will tell you that the, the, the I don't care problems. Brett made short work of those Very much. And, and those didn't even need to have a, a love a hug or, or a kiss on the way out the door that They're was gone. that was yep. that's this just shit's unacceptable yeah, yeah it, it, this is getting out the door and you get to that pretty quick. <laughs> he got that really quick yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: but there was a there was quite a few I'm not capable problems. And those are tough because you might love them as an individual. Yeah. But they just flat out weren't capable of the job. Yeah. <laughs> and and Brett he would let them go. Yeah. And then and they would and they would be a, they would be crying with each other. <laughs> Both of them might be crying. <laughs> they'd be hugging on each other. Yeah. And they would I mean be loving Brett on the way out the door. He he the <laughs>
1: This is for real. They, they would be agreeing that they need. They to be agreed
0: <laughs> with Brett on the way out the door that this was the right
2: oh, man, thing that, to do. Sorry. It
0: was just incredible. It oh, was good
2: stuff, man. <laughs> why I said that one time. He said, "Man, I've never seen anybody fire somebody and then hug them and thank them for I it." Know? <laughs>
1: that's weird, man. Yeah, that that is weird. Um, that, but the fact, always... I mean, the fact
2: that you that you, you, you
0: know that you did it, that's the the the, the part we we fell at often. I, this needs to be done. We don't like conflict, so we don't do it. But you did it. You embrace conflict
2: pretty well. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't. You know, I always told people. I mean, I, people think I like it. I really don't. But 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 it's necessary, and I think great leaders have to do it. And if not, you you give up your standard. And you know, it's not a Chick Fil A thing here, but but. You know, my dad taught me that a long time before Truett did. My grandfather did, truthfully, but I did see that in Truett. And people, I tell people all the time, all people hear about or you know, there's the New Testament and the Old Testament, right? God was a little different, right? We, we know that he was the, the God of wrath and then the God of grace. I'll tell people all you hear about in the public is for Truett is little Mister Truett, the you know New Testament Truett. but I can assure you I've seen the Old Testament Truett, and so I, you know, and I joke about that, but he was the most wonderful fair man. I uh, please I have nothing bad. Right, right. I think that's a good thing. Not he didn't do it unfairly.
0: Thing. He did it justly. No. Well, what yeah, I mean, right.
2: if you're firing that's somebody right
1: and they're thing. kind of coming out feeling like you're a friend, <clears throat> then what you've done <clears throat> is you've you've related to them and, 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 and yeah. you've said, look, I mean, the likelihood of that person that we're discussing now, they're probably miserable anyway. They're, they're probably exactly out right. of fish out of water. Right? Well, let,
0: let me pull this back to culture no because is the show. And,
1: I, and, and and it's so important
0: to do this and do as early as you can identify. If, no th- th- there are people that are just not going to adopt the culture mm-hmm. and they may be, and I had them work for me. They may be outstanding. In fact, I can think about some of the, the best people I had, some of the best pe- people that I had, I had to fire mm-hmm. from a cultural standpoint. They were phenomenal. They, but they were such a virus culturally. And I, I think this is a key point here, is you got to, you, you know, when the, when, the, when the cancer is coming down the fingers, you better chop it off at the hand before mm-hmm. it gets to the body. Because mm-hmm. it will. Absolutely. It absolutely will. And we failed to do it because... I mean, they, 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 are really good at this. They, you know, they, they've got a family, but you like, but, them. but, but yeah, you, you will sure. lose the whole body for this cancer. That's right. That's correct. And, and, and that's, that's, you were very good at, it controlling the culture by, by, by chopping off the cancer before it became
2: cancerous. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I tried <clears throat> to always believe too, and something bigger than me and, you know, we don't, you know, I, I certainly I bought into Chick Fil A's values, whether I lived them every second or not. I certainly bought into them, but I had a belief that that if those folks were in the place that wasn't good for them, that that if I released them and and worked with them to let them go, that and we we did so amicably, that they'd be more prepared for the next place and and they'd find the place that they were supposed to be. And that's kind of how I that's how I always. I mean,
0: ultimately, at it is good for them, yeah. and people learn yeah. people learn from that.
2: Well, it, it's good yeah. for your team too, because because what the
1: reality is, your team likely knows this to be true before you do, right? They they know Man. that that guy right there that gal right there is not fully participating in what they're asked to do. And so when you do that, I mean, you're really respecting everybody else on the team when you do something like that.
0: The other thing that I think about when I think about culture is, you know, what are the methodologies that we can promote culture? Um, and we've been doing something here the last three or four weeks that oh. I think, I don't know if this was intentional. I think you started it, and I think that was good by you, by the way.
1: I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry, my, my microphone went out. Can, 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 you, can you speak a little louder?
0: I think you did an incredible job, Travis, wow, at starting the, what, I, what I believe is helping culture. Uh, thank you, Joe. I love it. Thank and you. that is uh, Travis does do a lot of, of, of podcasts, a lot of uh, YouTube videos, a lot of leadership guys, just listening to them and watching them. And so he came with the first one you know, four weeks ago. Uh, it was just a five-minute clip that we started the the meeting with. And it was just something that was, I think, that was just near and dear to what we had been discussing that week. And you found a clip on it, you know, put it on the, you know, put it on the TV in front of the group, and it sort of just set the tone for the for the meeting. But it also instills a little culture. Then, cool enough, um, you know, our main our main uh, property manager. Did one on her own the next week.
1: I wow! Did, did not solicit it. She I just, thought that you, she but did she
0: did it. it on her own, and then this week that's you came in. in you came in and ones. did another one, and I expect that we need to continue that because yeah. I think it's it works. I mean, you're, you're you're giving little nuggets of who we are and what we're expecting each full time. That's not coming just from us. It's there's an expert in the industry that's that's talking about
2: it. Hey, I love
0: it. Yeah. <clears throat> it was like a mini. It's like almost like a mini seminar. Type clip.
2: So she or he as a she. This is a lady. The, yeah. Okay. So she took the initiative. She did. I, I love she it. She came
0: man. in with the next one and I just and played it. the clip she and did. and I thought, wow, this was is it Travis? Was
1: it, no, no, no it just, and it was yeah. spot on what what she did. Yeah, it was wow. incredible.
0: So, so you
2: reinforce that. You know, I, uh, a, a pastor that I worked for for a little bit said people respond to praises and raises, and so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm thinking that
0: that as part. Okay, how how do we adopt that as part of our culture? Well. You know, if there's ten people in that meeting, mm-hmm. why don't we pass that that baton around? Hey, next week you bring something that's yeah. important in your world no, that I you never. think validates our culture, and you and you have a clip ready. That's right. Yeah. And we pass that around, and and we start to, you know, we start to to build on each other that way. That's right. We also start to see what's important to people. Might have to pull somebody aside and say, oh, "Buddy." <laughs> I yeah. to <laughs> well, quite our culture, but well, you know what you do. Get I, to say I appreciate that, but we're not growing weed here in the backyard <laughs> as extra revenue stream. You know what I'm saying? Right.
2: <laughs> yeah. you, you know, Joe. The one thing, and and there's a we don't want to chase rabbits, but it's really important. Chick fil A, uh, and that's the the applicable piece of it. You know, we talked about, and I I did say that at the corporate office and in the staff, I didn't see people who weren't bought in. Now, conversely, as you know, in the early days, how you earned your way was they called it a business intern program, and Chick Fil A had stores, especially then, that weren't doing well, and they would send you out to these challenging environments, and 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 there were some really challenging environments. And so, I don't want to get into the one that I went out to, but but it's shocking because you typically have worked in some great store for a you know good operator had a good experience makes you want to go be a Chick Fil A person. Right. You get there and you're in for the shock of your life. Right. And I, I had, I had a situation that I want to elaborate on, but I was—I had the shock of my life. It wasn't Chick-fil-A
0: culture. It wasn't no. Chick-fil-A principles. It didn't no. have quality standards. No. It was—it was a, a problem, three hundred and sixty oh, problem. Wow. But it had the Chick-fil-A name on it. That's exactly. And, they, right. and then you want to prove yourself? Go in there and prove yourself, bud. Right. Go go turn that around now. You'll show me. I didn't know that. And huh? earn your way to oh, the to, to the. That, that was big back
2: yeah, right then. Really big. And, and the lesson for us is because mm. you know not every company is going to be Chick Fil A, right? And so and 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 you're not always trying to create the exact same culture. However, so there are all these mini turnarounds, right? You may have a, an outgoing leader or a president or a group president or a sales leader, right? executive vice president or vice president of sales. And so, you know, leaders face all these these uh, sort of recasting of vision or reset of the organization. And so they're. Uh, to me, I think that, that that exercise of having to do that did prepare me for some of these other things that I encountered in life, right? Because you've been there before, and, and it's a great simulation exercise for some of the things that you do encounter. So,
0: Yeah. One of the things that, that I want to go back to is you talked about the vision and values. <clears throat> And we've talked about this set and culture thing, but we hadn't really talked about what are the, 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 the components that make up a culture. If your people don't understand what the culture is and they don't have some things they can marinate on and think about, then then what is it? What is it that they're aspiring right. to? Mm-hmm. And so I think by, you know, you mentioned the corporate purpose of Chick-fil-A. That was a, 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 an operating doctrine, that the company operated on, mm-hmm. they did that. My understanding, they did that in the '90s uh, in a, in, a, in a retreat, leadership retreat, where yeah. where you know Steve Robinson and Dan Cathy and others, they were realizing this business was was almost growing outside of themselves a little bit, going, oh, my gosh. Like-. They
2: had the first decrease that they'd had, the only decrease they'd had, and I, I thought it was the 80s, but, you know, we're both, I mean, I'm sure. It, was it could have been the but, 80s. But you're absolutely right, though. And they sat, they went to, was it, I don't know, Stone Mountain? Or yeah, like, I mean,
0: just some little us. retreat. Spent three days. And so we got to get real here.
2: And came out because, his. why are we in and, you know, you asked it early, and I thought about that. I almost said it to you earlier because you said, you know, why are we here? I mean, that's why are the, we here? remember you asked that earlier. So,
0: well, that, 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 that's paramount here. When we start talking about setting culture, I think I think what, where we struggle is, is, is small business owners is oftentimes we don't we don't know why we're here. Mm-hmm. So I think step one is really understanding why are we doing what we're doing? What are we trying to accomplish by it? And then we've got to to paint that in some real, I mean, we got to start with a vision statement, a mission statement, a a corporate purpose, something that that, that people can go, well, I either appreciate what that means or that's not who I am, right? How can you build culture if you don't have some things written down about who you are?
1: Well, and it it gives people something, culture gives people something other than a sales goal. Absolutely. Yeah, we, we, we want to sell X dollars today or this week or this month or this quarter. All right, great. Why? Why Why don't we want to do that again? Huh? You know, I'm kind of making the same uh, per hour wage here as I'm doing. And, and, and one thing yes. that Chick-fil-A has got so right in terms of thinking about the actual people that worked in their organization. I mean, that to me, that's a great lesson of listening to you guys is there was some really, uh, you know, I would even say maybe some godly intervention in terms of the way these, these people are thinking because of course. so the, the only thing I knew about growing up in Chick-fil-A was, hey, man, you might could get a scholarship if you went to there work for go. Chick-fil-A. Oh, that's right. So what's the 15-, 16-year-old kid? Is he motivated for whatever they're paying him, which I don't think was that much more than minimum wage. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, but there was this backdrop of, hey, look, if you excel and do a good job here, there's something other Absolutely. than just this check you're getting on Friday, you know? And, and so I think that becomes the question for all of our organizations, which is, I mean, we, we got to face it. Look, everybody's not the CEO. Everybody's not an Absolutely. executive in our organization, but yet our, our organizations rely on that, that person who perhaps is not uh, going to financially gain the most. You know, Yeah. So,
0: it, you just made me think about the military. Um, and, and, you know think about the the average soldier that's willing to go f- fall on a sword for our country if they don't have a clear mission and purpose behind what if they don't there's not a strong belief in what they're not doing it for the paycheck right they, they they may have actually gotten in there because th- they were unclear where they want to go potentially but when they get there you don't you don't stay there unless you you adopt no some day. principles and some in and some culture and so th- those guys that that're that willing to 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 sacrifice it all for what they believe in there's a strong culture. I think the military does it better than anybody
1: oh huge th- th- th-
0: their culture is so deep and so strong they're willing to die for it. I mean I think I think ultimately that's what people are drawn to. They're drawn to something they can believe in so, so, somebody they can believe in
2: we all want to be part of something bigger than ourselves right all of us and we all love i think most everyone loves an inspirational leader and you've got people that have impacted your life you certainly do and and i certainly do and so um and you know joe the other unique thing is and i think this this there's a there's a lesson here within chick-fil-a you and i we can think about the area that we're in and they're in the area that you were in we're all south mm-hmm. atlanta guys you know you a little more West than us, but, but still. And so we think about the different stores and we think about even within those stores, it was the same Chick-fil-A culture. They're all sitting at the, they were in the same vision casting sessions and the same seminar session, but they went about a little bit differently depending on their leadership skill, right? And the the level. And so some of those employees all had different levels of, of experience. Right. And uh, I know the people that work for you, they had a great experience because I know some of them you're still close with today. So I get it. But but you know it, it it bears the very same thing, right? I mean, you can have companies that'll have offices around the country, and, and it'll be very different in different offices or different departments because of leadership. So, leadership vision, it's it's so important because ultimately, you said it, you're relying on someone who's not getting the big bucks to be motivated and to give it themselves and to get unbelievable results, right? It's that's exactly. what we're and I think right that's
0: a now. huge uh, asset you you have. I mean, I think that's why we're talking about this, this vision casting Mm -hmm. that is culture. You spent an awful lot of time on that while I worked with you and all the things I could see post that, just casting vision, casting your ideals of what this should look like.
2: If you don't paint that, then people don't know. And you really paint that. Yeah, you know, and and listen, I, I... the thing I'm I guess most proud of, and we all have to be you know we you don't we never want to be arrogant, but you know Dan Kathy, visions and values would take people, and for years he took them to a different place. But he came to me one time and said, "Hey, we see a difference in your store, a difference in your people. Even within the great people that we have, we see a difference here." And so, and he said, "You know why are people willing to drive? You get a lot of kids that live south; uh-huh. they'll drive past two stores. Why is that?" And and it, that that was a great honor for me. And so mm-hmm. he asked me to write down. What it was that I did, and that's what kind of forced me to write the eight man, character traits. Tell us <laughs> right here. <laughs> hey, the eight character <laughs> traits, man! I look out, guys! A whole other podcast, uh. but you know, but but he started bringing all those same people who uh, who went on seminar and who did uh, visions and values would come to my store. He when he did visions and values, he brought them to my store, and so we would feed you. And that's probably after you. On, had your own store but that was a that was a real honor and a lot of fun and i got an Pretty opportunity cool. to go on the bus and speak I, to us I actually
0: i think i was going, but I, I actually remember that yeah i i i, I want to say that i knew about that and, and 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 showed up and that was cool
2: yeah it, it and my wife that's how you know i'd known kim growing up she worked for my mom and i look over and i'm like that's yeah, kim wilford so who i ended up marrying so mm-hmm. By the way, honey, you can do better, but I can't. So. <laughs> <laughs> goes without That's saying. That's part of that
0: man. vision That's casting. It's right. good at
1: that. So. Joe, are we going to get around to what has become a fan favorite Uh-oh. at the podcast here? I'm going to do that after I, I synopsis you're gonna bring, culture. It, you're going to bring it back I'm going to bring it home. Bring it i got to bring it home.
0: It I we got to get, it. get some nuggets. we got to get some yeah. stuff you can write down out of Chick-fil-A this. Chick-fil-A nuggets. That's right. <laughs> I <laughs> mean, a, listen, Chick-fil-A just gets culture- about as good as anybody they do I wonder so that's why we use it a lot Gosh, well we're gonna get sense. we're gonna we're gonna try we're gonna we're gonna go after that here because i mean they they really are and we we both haven't been working there in years that's right so we you know we, but we can speak to those years and, and culture was the foundation of
2: of of, of their success absolutely and so it left an indelible print on both it, oh of it, did. No I mean, it did I mean, I,
0: we can't have a conversation around business where we don't bring chick-fil-a in the mix i mean I that's powerful i
2: talk I about know. it every day I mean,
0: that's just so amazing
2: i had a guy that, that, criticized me one time uh, he i won't say it it's a, it's not shane but it's a barbecue concept that's a little more successful than Shane's. and this is one of the owners and the founders who's a gentleman's name said you know you just are. You can't get away from Chick Fil A because I talked about it so much. So absolutely. Well, listen, Great dude. Point. Look
0: at the billions of dollars <laughs> yeah, debt really. free that they've produced Golly. with no outside yeah. in, uh, money. Yeah. It's unbelievable. I mean, I, I think that speaks for itself. Yeah.
1: Dare I talk about Steve Jobs and the mm-hmm. uh, you know the the software, the digital space? All right, here we uh, go.
0: Uh, so here here's some nuggets for you for the audience here on culture that we've uh, put together. Uh, number one, you're, you you got to be authentic. In your culture. You cannot go look at Chick-fil-A's culture or Keller Williams or somebody else and try to adopt something that you don't believe that you do to your core. That's right. I mean, you're a small business, and, and it's, you know, Brett taught me that the speed of leaders is the speed of the pack. Mm-hmm. And so the things you say, the nonverbals you give, all that stuff is just, it's got to be real or they're not going to adopt it. So be authentic. Um, in that, I think that br- leads to the next one is, is that you, you, you've got to have buy-in. That was number two. That buy-in going to come from. We talked about having a nucleus of some right-hand people that Sweet. that have that that have sold their soul for for that for brand ambassadors. Brand they're just champions. brand ambassadors. Yeah, yeah, brand ambassadors. Brand. That's probably a better positive way to put sold it.
2: Their soul. <laughs> that, show, that show got a
1: little dark. I'm just negative. I'm just, right, negative. Right, right I'm right there, just yeah.
0: negative. I'm trying to work on it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: brand (laughs) brand ambassadors trying to work on it that's my buddy right there i'm trying to work on it we're working on it how do you hate him if you're i can work work on it (laughs) it. so
0: anyway brand ambassadors you didn't sell your soul (laughs) and 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 through that brand ambassador that gives you as you as you imprint the next ambassador you just got a a bigger nucleus to 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 get the buy-in right um Number three was this idea of of creating the three sixty view, meaning if you really want culture to run deep, it needs to go beyond just the people that work for you. It needs to go to their people, to their to their to their, their their spouse, to their kids, to to their family. Absolutely. If it if it pours that deep and now you've got that spouse cheering that person on when things get tough, but remember who you work for. Boy, that, that pays some dividends. That's next
1: level right there. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> All right. Uh, number four was, hey, listen, you, it, it's hard to to adopt a culture if you work with somebody if it's not stated in print. So your vision and values, your corporate purpose, spend some time. There's a lot of stuff online here. Spend some there time are. writing this stuff down. It's worth doing. And then post it. And we've done that in our company. It was a big deal. We started with that, and it was a big deal to the team. So write it down. Uh, and then, you know, kind of a a post uh, here is if you want to maintain the culture as you grow, then you need to uh, to fire the cancers that, that, that would, you know, kill that culture. <laughs> that Our, might have just got a little yeah. dark again.
2: Did
1: they get dark again? You need to fire the I cancers. Speak, I speak the big truth of small business, calling. not the crap you want to hear. <laughs> I speak the real truth. The truth is... Fire them. Fire. Make them feel good about it, though. Make make, make them friends. Make, hey. them, make them love. You know, give them a little love. Come, come over to the barbecue this weekend, but you're not working here anymore. <laughs> That's right. And,
0: you know, not to end on that one. I'm looking for one more that y'all can add to that. Not yeah. to end on that one. Brett?
2: You know, i I'd, I'd. I can't help the dark thing though, you know. I just always told them that uh, <laughs> there were no conditions upon my love for them, but there were conditions upon them working there. So. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> I love that. All right, we're gonna I go to uh, we're gonna go to the the, the ending uh, a uh, recent more. ending show, fan favorite, if you will. Uh, one fan one favorite. More. It's called "As the Man Thinketh" by James Allen. It's a little short book. My dad was on the show last week. He said he read the whole thing. How,
1: what'd your dad think about he it?
0: He said it's just a book of truth. He loved it, didn't he? he said now, wow. the, the kind of language that's used in it, yeah, I had to, I had to, I had slow. to mull over a little bit. You got to, you got to take. But he time. said it truly is a book of truth. And so, Brett, for the last many weeks, we've been opening this book
2: at anywhere in the book, Randomly.
0: reading it, and our guest responds.
2: Uh-huh. So pay attention. Okay. All right, I, I was just trying to come up with that other piece. You oh, you about right, to come I, out? Do you, you well, got one more? Yeah, no. The only thing that I would say is, you know, we talk about being authentic and writing it down, and and you know, I've been at companies, not the one I'm at now. I'm very happy. We are congruent, but if there's not congruency with what's written on the wall, and you guys, I know, uh. I know you both, so I know there's congruency. Those people are inspired because what they read and what they see, they also see in your actions and and what you do. But it's it's incredibly important if you're going to put it on the wall and you're going to put it on your business card, there's got to be congruency. Mm. And so that that was the only thing. Congruency. And if
0: you don't demonstrate what's on the wall –
2: just don't po- put it. Just, don't put it on the wall. It j- it'll bounce well, I, back.
0: I was just going to say, just apologize for it and try to fix it.
2: <laughs> well, you didn't even tell me you're working on
1: it. Hey, I'm, work, working I'm working on, on it, here. baby. I, right. I, I I really tried. It's it's, right. I really
0: tried, but I failed. Here All right. we go. All right. As a man thinking, this is okay. random
1: man. here. I've let's go in the this go the front of the book it. here. All
0: right. Let's go to the, let's go to let's don't go to the uh, forward, but let's go to the very let's go to the very first paragraph. See what it says. Maybe the second paragraph. As the plant springs from and could not be without the seed. So every act of a man springs from the hidden seeds of thought and could not have appeared without them. This applies equally to those acts called spontaneous and unpremeditated unpre- as to those which are deliberately executed. Act is the blossom of thought and joy and suffering are its fruits. Thus does a man garner in the sweet and bitter fruitage of his own husbandry. <laughs> wow.
2: As, 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 as Steve Bass said uh, I think my hat Just got blown in the creek <laughs> <laughs> What What high
1: school Did you What's, go to again wow, <laughs> yeah, they, they didn't
0: talk like that As my dad, dad said you, you went to Stockbridge I'm yeah. not sure you understood I, That one
2: I, I went to MHS My <laughs> gracious
0: So Brad Anything out of that one You got anything Brother You'd have to read That sucker again man You might not to... a <laughs> What about you try? I don't know if I I I got, look, That look, was rough
2: Was it always that difficult Well that was a little bit That was I, the beginning I mean, Of the
1: book so, so, so here's the deal You read it about the third time you go oh wow uh, here's what yeah, I, here,
0: I think this part has got
2: got me like oswald chambers gets better
0: let's that. just read this very first part okay. as the plant springs from and could not be without the seed okay gotta plant the seed. so every act of a man springs from the hidden seeds of thought and could not have appeared without them. Whoa, that to me okay. is now that, now the powerful. nugget. I did, I did, that's I, the nugget. Yeah, it's so the cool. seed is equal. Yes. That says the seed of the plant is equivalent to the thought of a man. Wow. Woo. Man. Without so, the thought of a man, yeah, you a don't nice. have a you don't have a plant that can even grow.
2: And woman. Mm, mm-mm. Comment on that, Brett. Uh, you know there, there's uh, you, your mind can sort of do some circles there it's almost like what came first right the chicken or the egg or cause and effect uh, but so joe uh, that that said to me that so every act came from the seed of a thought correct? That's right and so for me certainly one truth is i think they're saying you know we hear the word intentionals become great but it is there's it's such a powerful word so be intentional because uh you got to control your thoughts too. I think, I think we need to, you know, make sure you're putting good things in into, mm. into your mind so that, because you're going to have acts going to come out of your thoughts, whether it's deliberate or, or in, intentional. And so to me, I think you gotta, you gotta spend time with great people. You gotta read great books. You gotta put a lot of great input in because you sort of control those thoughts and you help that seed bear good fruit. That that would be some of my,
0: What. I don't know that entirely. Travis can that, add that, a th- that's thing a to much that higher quality. So there, we're than gonna we're, we're gonna we're
1: gonna sign I'm out here on the big truths. We are gonna sing. We got the truth. We got the truth.
0: We got the truth. <laughs> the small business. We got the truth. We got the truth. We got the truth. We got the big truth. I could do, A do this live. Small business sponsored by yes, yes I Rent, Yes I Rent, Yes I Rent, property management. Replace mm-hmm. goods and collect your rent. Mm-hmm. Maintain your properties and account for it. Truth. So, songs, we got Need some drums. We got the truth. We got the big truth. Small business sponsored by S.I. We're signing out from the big trees of small business. Joe Watkins, Travis Castle. You can catch us anywhere you find your podcast and soon to be on YouTube.
1: Ask Alexa.